Welcome to Tea Time. We are here on Evening Tea Time. It is February 15, 2024, middle of February already. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the Miss Liz's YouTube channel, run on over, click that little uh, subscribe button, ring the little doorbell, and you'll be notified when all these tea times go live. Uh, I really want to just let everybody know that this afternoon's tea time is rescheduled for March 5th, so stay tuned for that. You'll see a lot of posts going up for that. Uh, we did have some little techno difficulties, so we just rescheduled. So Jeff will be back in March, so stay tuned for that. So let's get the disclaimer going. Let's get the bio, and let's get Glenda Benavides. I, I practiced it in the background for a while. Benavides. I hope I said it right. If not, I'll get Glenda to say it when she comes out. Uh, so for, uh, grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab a glass of wine. You do not need to drink tea when you're listening to Tea Time with Miss Liz. Disclaimer for Miss Liz is Tea Time Live Show. Miss Liz, myself, is going live using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to use your, your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward for any Tea Time show hosted by myself, Miss Liz, is always brought forward in good faith. However, may bring forth dialogues and opinions that are not representative of my platform. The facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing. All tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment and taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussions for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that the show is engaging in discussion forums only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or panelists discussion, you may freely contact me, Ms. Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in tonight's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect those wishes and we'll see you at a later date at the late on another show. And again, all tea times are done on Thursday, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. in 2024. If it's on Monday or Tuesday, it's a rescheduled tea time or it's a guest that's returning because some guests like to come back for a second cup of tea. So now a little bit on Glenda. Well, Glenda is a live performer, philanthropist, singer, songwriter, author. Uh, what do we have here? Do, do, do. Yeah, creative director and founder of the Bad Badass Goddess magazine, which we're going to be talking about. But a little bit more on Glenda. Glenda ben Benavides is an award-winning Recording Academy voting member, Grammy, considered singer-songwriter who weaves, weaves stories that touch the soul. Imagine the soul singing love child of heart, Janice Joplin and Bessie Smith. And that is Glenda, a powerful, resonating voice, demanding with blues and souls, demanding attention, calling to action and uplifting the very fabric of love shared among us all. Like a wild tent rivaled preacher, Glenda's sermons is empowerment, enlightenment, and building bridges of understanding, all wraps in powerful self-expression that moves you from the heads to the toe, to your feet. 
to get all of Glenda's full bio, you can check out Miss Liz's Facebook page. And I'm going to get Glenda in here and we're going to spill some tea together. So let me get Glenda in here. Welcome, Glenda. Hi, Miss Liz. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I, I was practicing it in the back. <laughs> you did it, though. It was It's Benavides. Oh, <laughs> you got it. I got it. I got it right. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. that's, well, that's good. Yeah. <sighs> Happy tea time. Right? We have <laughs> cups. We got teas going on over here. Uh, you know, it's cold season and everybody's got that little tickle <clears throat> in their throat, right? Exactly. I just got it myself. <laughs> I'm just getting over it, actually. Right? Yeah. And, it, and it's a good time. It's just before bed, right? It's an evening. Nice way to calm yourself down. Have mm -hmm. a nice calming tea, right? Yes. So Nice turmeric tea is what I'm having. Oh, those are good teas. Mm -hmm. I like I like turmeric with cinnamon. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. need the, the active ingredient to create curcumin, which is the healing agent inside the, the turmeric, um, is pepper, black pepper. Oh. Yeah. That's why it tastes like pepper. Yeah. That, I mean, it should have that in there. Sometimes they don't put it in there, but then, then and you're not really getting the medicinal part of it the tea actually so yeah well, yeah really cool so <coughs> i want to know who glenda was as a little girl and who glenda is as a grown woman now oh my god <laughs> the same thing child <laughs> 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 i'm still a child <laughs> um gosh um you know i think that i really do keep that spirit alive you know because whether we're four or 10 or 20 or 50, you know, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's your core spirit inside. And if you keep that alive and you keep that wonderment and that excitement for life and you have a purpose, you know, and you're, you're, you're going along in life and learning kind of like what you and I were talking about earlier. It's like, yeah, we all learn things every day, right? If you're yeah. paying attention, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. That's the key. So I think, you know, I think I still have that desire and delight for life you know, as a one in wonderment as a child. So I kind of keep that alive. Um, and I, and it's fun because, um, I just, I just don't put myself in any kind of boundaries like, Oh, I'm this age. So I need to wear these kind of clothes or I need to act like this. And I think being an artist, <coughs> excuse me, being an artist, I think has allowed me to, have that frame, have that exploration uh, mindset, I guess, and uh, and to just you know be curious about life, and I think that keeps you definitely youthful. Well, being an artist, right, you have to be able to express yourself, you yeah. know, and out of the box, right? Because if you're in the box, you know, are you really bringing something new to the table, like? Exactly. You know. And I love your cup because your cup, it, it says, which is brew. So <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, we're going to stir the pot tonight and we're going to have some really good witches brew here. Um, <laughs> so I want to get into your tea right away. Cause, and then I want to get into all of the incredible stuff that you're doing because the music and songwriting and all that, that speaks really close to my heart. Mm. And I love that you're a heart fan and a Janice Joplin girl because, <clears throat> and I checked out some of your videos and I'm like, Oh yeah, she's got it. She's got that Janice Joplin in her, right? And I don't know. I we're kind of giving our ages away when we start talking about these artists. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want I want to get into the tea. So you for your tea, you gave me transformation, 
uh, evolve and al alacrity. Did I say Alac alacrity? Alacrity. Mm -hmm. So let's get into that tea. Okay. So you started off with a transformation. So why'd you give me transformation? Because I really feel like that's my my commitment in life. And I think we do it whether we want to or not. <laughs> You'll go dragging or screaming. Um, but it, everyone transforms. I mean, if you, again, if you look back at your, when you were five, when you were 20, and when you know, you're now, most of us have taken the journey of transformation, just because that's what you do, right? You, you you keep your spirit alive and, and youthful, but at the same time, you still have transformation. You still are going to transform yourself. You you weren't thinking or drinking the same thing you drunk at, at 20. You know, you, you, you party differently. You know, <laughs> you, you have a cup of tea instead of a <laughs> shot of vodka. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Or you have a little less of that vodka. <laughs> exactly. A little less. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I, I, I'm, my whole life is around transformation. I'm really conscious of it. So I think that's one of the reasons why I put that there for T. So your E, evolve. Evolve. And that's what we do, right? We evolve, hopefully. <laughs> it's really scary these days. You're like, really? Are we really evolving? And there's so many times that you're, you're, you're driving around your town or something. And you're like, really? Are we here? We're here. <laughs> we are here. What is are we really doing this? Like, are we really doing? Did you just really cut me off? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, things like that. It's like, what? Where are you going? Should have yeah. started yesterday. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Where are you going? Are you one of those drivers that you always question what the other driver is doing? Uh, not usually unless it's, well, I live in California, so, <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the highways that we have here, freeways, um, you know, the sign says what 65 or something. It's like, no, it's like 80 and 90, you know, and there people are weaving in and out of the, you know, it's like, really, we're doing that. Okay. <laughs> we're endangering your life and everyone else is around you. Uh, for what? I'm not really sure. So. Yeah. And, and let's get into your A. I'm I'm going to get you to say it again cuz alacrity. 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 I'm going you know I'm going to do a tongue twister with these words. So. <laughs> <laughs> so why that word, Glenda? Um because alacrity so it means physical quickness coupled with eagerness or enthusiasm. And so <coughs> excuse me. I believe that whatever you choose to do or take on in your life, use alacrity, do it with alacrity, do it with eagerness, do it with enthusiasm, you know, or don't do it at all, you know, find something that that really aligns with you and then and your purpose. And and if you don't know what that is, take 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 time to, to be curious about how do you find out what your purpose is? You know, how, 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 you know, you just got to really think about it and look and, um, and sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need to read a book that inspires you with an author that's amazing or deeply insightful or, or get yourself into a course or a coach or, you know, something just so you can help yourself, you know, 
evolve to the next level, to really take on something that that is you, um, that inspires you, that that gives you passion and purpose. You know, if you're not doing that, you have to question why. Why aren't you doing that? You know, and sometimes you don't know right away. You just got to get out there and kind of feel around for it and see if it's, well, I'm kind of interested in fencing. So let me go do that. Next thing you know, you're the fabulous fencer. It gives you exercise. You're excited, you know, um, and then you join a club and then you running the club. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. well, you just got to find out, you know, be curious about yourself. Well, it's almost like you got to build the club, right? You got to put those bricks together and you got to put the door and you got to open the door and open the window. You got to take the steps, right? Exactly. You're not taking those steps. How do you evolve? You know, if you're just sitting there and you're just pouting, it's like sitting in a car and you're not pushing the gas pedal. Well, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just going to sit there and pout, right? Brilliantly so, said. You know, I want to get into the book, Glenda. You have a book called Courage. What? Why that title, Courage, for your book? So I think several reasons. Um, one, everyone needs to have courage at some point in life. Um, sometimes it's just getting out of bed, <laughs> okay, <laughs> having the courage. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, it, we, it's our trials and um, things that we really want to do, but we're afraid to, or, you know, there's, there's a myriad of reasons. And I think courage is at the core of it. And I always say that you, first of all, you need clarity. If you don't have clarity about who you are, what you're doing, then you need, then once you have that, you can develop the courage, you get into the courage, then, then that allows you to have confidence and inside of confidence, you create commitment. And then after commitment, you can create community. So that's kind of how I saw it inside of my book. So I went clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, community. So it's almost and, like the four C's, right? The, yeah. The four yeah. cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to eat one cookie to get to the next cookie, right? I don't know Pretty why much. I put cookie in there, but I just see and cookie, right? Yeah. C is for cookie. <laughs> I know, totally. And and it's and that's kind of how I started. You know, I I think I did a lot of this naturally. Um, and when it came to the actually writing the book, um, it all started in my kitchen with a couple of girlfriends. Um, if you don't mind, I'll jump into that. Is that yeah? Yeah, no, that no, okay. go ahead. And one of my girlfriends turned to me and she goes, "You're a real badass." goddess. And I went, what? And I know a lot of times us, us as women, we kind of go, no, 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 no. What do you, what, what? I, I didn't do that. I'm not, you know, you're just kind of all like, no, I'm, I'm not amazing. You know? Um, <laughs> and I saw that get triggered inside of myself and I went, oh, that's interesting. And instead I, I stopped myself and I said, you know what, accept that as a compliment. That woman meant that for you because that inspired her. And yeah. so we went on to have a conversation about that. And I took it on till I was just going to own goddess badass. Right. And then I went on to decide, well, you know what? I'm, I don't think being a badass really means that you're, that you're mean, that you're aggressive, that you're rude, you know, that type of thing. And so I, I just went into like, I'm going to redefine this, you know, I'm going to redefine what badass means. And so I did. And and how the acronym for me for badass 
is B is beautiful. A is accessible. We'll say it again, accessible or accessible. <laughs> D for daring, A for abundant, S for sa savvy, and S for sassy. And that's how I redefined it. You can put in sexy if you want or whatever. But I, I decided to redefine that word for myself and for other women to actually step into that. And I think those are beautiful things to step into for most of us. And once you do that and you activate that inside yourself, you really start to see the courage. Yep. You start to get clear. You start to have the empowerment. You start to have the full self-expression. You know, I mean, it takes a minute and there's things you well, got to- kind of pumps you up, right? Like it, it brings right? you to the table, like badass, like on, <laughs> like, you know, and was there not wrestlers called the badass babes or something? Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I know I've heard badass before. I also had a guest in season one, Bonnie Nicole, who has a badass clothing line. And like nice. you're, my you're my second badass. And and that's what it was for her too, was the courage, right? To stand, to, yeah. to be firm, find your fire, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like your book and your, everything just aligned together, right? It just all fell together. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I, it was kind of a, it was kind of like, um, can I do this? You know, do I have value to talk about this? You know, I really did. I sat with that and I was like, okay, well, let me just give it a shot. I had no idea. I'm not an author. I'm a musician, a songwriter, you know, but I never really think of myself as like, I'm a, I'm an author, you know, books. Um, I never thought of myself as that. Um, just because my path has always been in music and performance and, you know, touring and doing that kind of thing. So, so I thought, okay, so I stopped and I said, okay, let's see if you can do that. So I go, okay, well, I don't know how to do this. Then I thought, well, probably do an outline, I'm guessing. So I did, uh, I think I did like, um, I don't know, 15 chapters or something like that. I just did top line outlines and I go, okay, well, what does it take to have clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, and community? Oh, what's that? That that's how you get to have courage, right? Yeah. And and then I just broke it down. And then I wrote literally, just this is just to prove myself I can do it. I literally said, I said, one chapter a day, and I'm gonna write the book in 15 days. None of this nonsense, two to ten years before you get a book done. And I was like, okay. And so I did it. I literally in 15 days I'd written the whole book. Now, caveat mind you. <laughs> I took a break after I did that. And then I went back a few months later and reread it and went, oh, okay, you need to rewrite that. And then I started getting more ideas and that type of stuff. And then um, I finally finished it. My music partner moved out to California to be with me. He's on the East Coast in Boston. And uh, he and I um, set up our performance space and everything, the studio and everything here in California. And, um, and while he, we were doing that, I shared the, uh, the manuscript with a coach of mine. And I said, would you just tell me if this is any good or anything? I just wanted to like, look, does this have any value, you know? And she wrote me back. She said, this is fantastic. You actually need to you know, publish this. And I went, what? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, here, here is an editor I think you should meet. <laughs> and that's kind of how that started. And I, I did it. We finished it. Took about another three months to like really get through it and edit it properly. So it, it looked good. And, and uh, she totally helped me to do that. And it's, and that's how that 
came about. <laughs> well, and that's why I, I wanted to get into was how did you get from songwriting to book writer, right? Like an author. Yeah. Because all of the stuff I found on you was music, music, music. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, and she wrote a book. It just goes to show you if you try, right? Yeah. If you just take those steps and you yeah. just put that extra little window, like like we said at the beginning, right? Like building that club. And yeah. we put that extra little window and we say, oh, well, you know, let's try that little window and see what that what opens with that window, you know? Uh, and I just, I think it all aligns. It all goes together. The badass, the courage, the mm -hmm. fire, the, you know, <laughs> where, where is she going to go with this next? You know, it's, it's keeping you out of that box. You're not in that box, right? You're that artist. Yeah. Keep, keep your listeners and your an audience and all that engaged and yeah. say, be prepared because you just never know what Glenda's bringing to the table. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> right. Well, I think you, I think you hit something on the head there. It's like, I, and I, and I never thought from this perspective, but um, and what does an artist do? Like an, I, I always thought, Oh, I'm a musician. So I'm an artist. So I just do that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, no, Glenn, you know, you, yeah, you have mastery in, in live performance and being with people and that kind of thing. But there's other areas of my life that I've developed and and refined and, you know, explored and had breakthroughs in and that type of thing. And so this like kind of all came together and it's like, it's OK. You don't have to say, oh, I'm not an author. You know, I'm, I'm a musician and I do this, you know, and I, and that, and I saw myself doing that, like, you know, feeling like fraudulent, you know, like I'm not, you know, there are people that have 25 books, you know, and they, that's <laughs> they, all they care about is writing, you know, and I'm like, I know, but I don't do that. <laughs> well, and I think all, all writers, it, 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 I've heard this before that we all feel like we have this imposter syndrome, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As writers, as artists, as anything creative, we feel yeah. like we're being an imposter at times, you know? And we self-doubt ourselves and we're like, oh, why the heck are we even doing this? Like, why are we going that way? Like, you know, exactly. it's like we said it in the traffic jam, right? Like, yeah. are we doing this? Like, are we really doing this? Like, yeah. like we're actually doing this. We're going to try it. And if it goes, like, you know. I, 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 I think you're right on that because it's when you start to compare yourself then you kind of go, oh, well, I'm not that good. Like, oh my God, no, JK Rowan, are you kidding? No, and like, no way. And you know, she's, she's like, Keats, you know, she's probably like, you know, I don't, I'm not that, you know. Um, and he's probably did that with somebody else, you know. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's the trouble spot. It's like, don't compare yourself. And I think that's when I jumped in when I first started the book itself. And I said, okay, 15 chapters in 15 days, I'm going to do it, you know? And, and it was more of like a fun goal for myself. It had, I did not look online. Like, how do I write a book? I really, I didn't, I just went, I bet you there's an outline here and you have to like, what, what are the steps? Yeah. Like how, and like, what would I do in this chapter? Then it goes to that chapter. And then this chapter, like in order, like, what would you have to do? And, and the book really talks about it's, it's my journey through as an artist, as a musician. So you'll hear stories, like not here, you'll read stories. Um, well, you can hear stories yeah. on, on audio. <laughs> Which I haven't done because um, I'm dyslexic. Um, so um, yeah, so I, um, I, I just, I just, I went, oh no, that this is how you do it. And I, I'm going to, I like, oh, well, this is what I did 
in this situation. So I told the story yeah. and then I, and then I thought through it and then I said, okay, here are some things a at the end of the story, right? Short story. Um, here are the things that you, a you think about or B you would do like take a piece of paper, you know, draw a line down the middle and it's going to sound super simple, but it's not, it's not. And on one, on the left side, you say things I want. And on the right side, things I don't want. And I swear to you, <laughs> at is the hardest. You could fill up the things you don't want, you know, but when it comes to what you want, sometimes with us ladies, for sure, yep. it's harder to dis detang detangle other people's energies, our children, our husband, our boyfriends, whatever it is, what do they want? Well, you girls, you probably already know what they want. Like psychically, you know what they want, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and uh, if you, you're not, you're not paying attention. <laughs> exactly. And most likely we are right. And then, but we can, we can, but to tell, what do I want? I mean, I, there are days I still do that. I go, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. So well, and I, it, I think it's part of the nurturing, right? As females, we <laughs> nurture everybody else, but we don't nurture ourselves when it mm -hmm. comes to nurturing ourselves, right? Taking care of ourselves, self-care. Exactly. We always feel like, oh my goodness, can I do it right now? No, who needs this? Who else can I help first? And then we come back to us second all the time, right? Right, 100%. That's, and that that was what, that led me actually, that conversation, that, that comment, I should say, that you're having, that we're having the conversation, that um, I, I really started to explore that with a workshop that I designed and developed. Um, and it was around my book and, and that type of thing and, and how it's called own the goddess within. It was a two day workshop and, um, I'm not offering it right now, but, but yeah, that's exactly what we dealt with. That was one of the things. And I'm telling you, everybody's self care is different. Yeah. So where I love a massage, I've got a girlfriend that says, please don't touch me. That does not relax me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But she likes to ride horses. You know what I'm saying? That's relaxing for her. Um, somebody else would be frightening, right? So we we dug into that and we explored what is self self care for you, and it has to be something self care that you are aligned with and that you're passionate about. You know, because and I and I'm passion meaning. I really would love to do that. Or I'd love to have that happen. I want my nails done. I want, you know, I want to go for a run or all those things. Right. So you find out what those things are. And then here's the key. You put it in time on a calendar. Oh, and that's the key. And what we don't do as women and I'm just going to use women for an example right now. This could be anybody. We don't honor that because our time schedules get booked up with other things to do. Even though it is for us on some level, it's still energy out. So we want energy in. And that's part of self-care. So in part of self-care, then you have to go, okay, from, you know, let's say your day starts at nine because you are busy and you got a job or you're going to work, you got kids, whatever you got, right? Then you go, okay, well, <clears throat> I'm either going to do self-care at night or I'm going to do it in the morning. What, what honors me? Well, you know what? I think I'm going to feel better if I do it in the morning. So in the morning, I'm passionate about, you know, going to the gym or yeah. having tea with my friends or 
getting a, a massage or something. Let's and then just schedule it, and and then follow the schedule. And I think that's been a a challenge for a lot of us because we put ourselves last. We put that last, and then it doesn't get doesn't get in the calendar. Yeah. Because by that time we're out of time. <coughs> well, and it makes a lot of sense too, Glenda, because if you if you look at calendars, right? Mm -hmm. Women women have a hard time with calendars. I know I do. Yeah. Because I know once I put it in the calendar, oh shoot, that's what I got to do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. right. But and then, but you can add the freedom to that because here's the cool thing, is that when you look at it and you go, let's say you scheduled yourself, and you're you, it's neat because you can step back and go, okay, I'm really confronted by this. Like this is really confronting. And then you get to ask yourself the question, well, why am I confronted by it? Well, I feel like um, I'm trying to be controlled interesting okay oh i feel like i'm being dominated by yourself <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you're but making yourself accountable and accountable you know exactly like, just do it like it's you know exactly and it but it has to really i think it has to call to you yeah. do you know what i'm saying um and that's why i say passionate about it because don't don't throw something in there with a should you know, I should go to the gym. I should do, you know, because yeah, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be nine o'clock and you're going to go, mm -mm, I got to wash dishes, you know, <laughs> or I got to go pick somebody up or I got to go do something else. I got to go to work, you know? So yeah, well, you, any, you, any form of healing or, or transformation or anything, yeah. when you put the word should, you're, you're kind of dictating yourself that, oh, well I should do it, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to find an excuse that shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? Exactly. And then you're looking back and you're saying, oh, yeah, I could have just did it, right? Like, and get it over with. Like, Yeah. But, and that's the key because you, we want to, we want to be invited into the space of, I don't want to get it over with. I'm excited to do it, right? And that, that's when you have to wind it back to make sure that you're actually really, <coughs> excuse me you're actually really wanting to do it, yeah. you know, like it's really something that you, you know, you're afraid, maybe afraid of, but <laughs> giving it to yourself, but you, it's still something that you love to do. And it may, may be tough right out the gate, you know, but um, if you practice it long enough, it'll, it'll be good. Well, yeah. I think uh, empowering each other, right. Especially women. Yeah. You know, Cause we always put ourselves on the back burner. Like you said, you know, mm -hmm. by having a sisterhood and by having mm -hmm. badass warriors saying you can do this, like, you know, like your friend that said, you know what, you're a badass. You didn't take it as an insult. You were like, you know what? Huh? I am yeah. like, where are we going to go with this? Like, you know, kind of exactly. pump you up, right? It's almost like a wrestling match. I don't know why I keep going back to wrestling, but it's almost <laughs> like, you know, when they get you to go to the stage, right? And they're like pumping you up like this one's coming, da, 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 you know, 250 pounds, uh, uh you know, like how they introduce you, right? So you introduce yourself as a badass warrior and you're like, you know what? I'm a badass warrior. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do it. No yeah. matter how hard it is, I'm going to do it. That's right. And, you know, and that's what I get from you, Glenda, is that you're that woman that says, you know what? Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And that's how I got things done. You know, it's like you just, you got to face your fears. You got to, you got to dig, take the layers off, dig down. You have to, you have to be willing 
to be curious and like, you know, when like, let's go back to that little scenario with my friend saying you're a badass. And it was funny because it was really uncomfortable when she said that to me because you, the, my knee jerk reaction was like, oh, no, no, no. You know, like, oh, don't compliment me. Like, oh, I can't own that. Like, oh, yeah. You know, how dare I take that? I'm bad, right? right. Oh my like, God. You know, I better behave myself. I better calm myself down. <laughs> take that's it down right. a notch. One less rock for me. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. How dare you? Um, so, you know, and in that moment, because I'm, I'm very conscious and aware person, um, and I love to evolve. Um, I I went, you know what, just own that. She, you know, and plus when we cut people off from complimenting us, we when we don't accept their compliment, that hurts. I mean, I know it hurts me when I try to tell somebody how much I love them and how wonderful I think they are and what a magnificent human being they are. And they go, now that's mm. right. That's like, yeah. wow, you're not accepting their gift. Um, and most of us don't think from that way, you know, we've got to yeah. be all humble and, oh, you know, and yeah, we don't need to be narcissists and whatever. Um, that's, that's, that's a whole nother show. Um, anyway. Oh, but, there's a lot of that out there. Right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, um, but I, you know, <coughs> excuse me, but you know, like I said, I, I revamped it and it was, I said, beautiful, accessible, daring, abundant, savvy, sassy. Now, if you, if you live into that badass, that's cool. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and it's a cup within, right? It's, it goes right back to your tea, the evolving, right? You have to evolve that cup. You have to evolve yeah. the badass within you. And we're so used to the outer us that we're not comfortable with the inside of us. That's right. So when we go to pour the inside, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, where, where, where's this coming from? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Exactly. You know, because we're so scared of the inside that yeah. we're always looking at the outside of the shell. Yep. You know, and that's just ego and it's lies. Yeah. It's got, you know, and it's coupled with all kinds of fears and insecurities. And, and then you start reacting and interacting in such ways that you just like people just like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. As a songwriter, you, when you write a song, Glenda, Mm. do you do you release the inside when you're writing like do you really get raw with yourself when you're writing you know I do I mean it's different every time let's just put it that way um when I write so sometimes I have a um a subject matter, a, a desire. It, I tend to, I tend to want to write more about things that will really make a difference that are really matter to people kind of send that message home. So I'll give you an example. So I'm working on a new track. It's called pride. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, I was inspired to write it, um, based on a good friend of mine had written a post on uh, Facebook and the, the story was so moving and so picturesque and so poignant, actually, for right now. Um, it was about um, he got out of his car to fill up for gas. And the story goes that he saw this guy dragging himself across the parking lot 
on the ground dragging himself and he and he, he said he got out of his car and saw this and they looked around and everybody was like da, 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 da. i'm just gonna fill my gas up i'm not gonna pay attention and and my friend was like what the heck is going on here no one's helping this guy like don't don't you all see this person so he ran over there and he like can i help you do you need some water are you okay and so he like helped sort this guy out but but when he shared the story it was so moving and i was so incensed and i really needed to i really felt like i needed to write that song and you know, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I just had to write it. So that, that was from, that was me, um, going. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this in my way, right? Yeah. And so, um, I was gonna just pop that up. What's going on here? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So that, so there's that. So there was pride, and then, um, so like one of the lines is, um. Another lonely woman, another hungry child. We walk on past mm, the pride of it all. Another broken soldier, another homeless man. We walk on past mm, the pride of it all. Another missing father, another sister gone, right? So I was just like, you know, and then I went into, I walk on, I walk on past. And then you walk on past. And then we walk on past the pride of it all. So you know, those, those, those are the moments that you, that just hit you. It's like, yeah. come on. So anyway, that was the, the pride song. And then something completely different. Um, I was watching, um, I don't know if you guys ever seen this movie. It's, it's really an old movie. It's, um, outlaw Josie Wales. No. Um, American, um, was with Clint Eastwood. It was a film, but outlaw oh, just okay. well. The good old Clint Eastwood. Yeah, okay. good old Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, the outlaw. <laughs> look it up. Outlaw Josie Wales, <laughs> nineteen seventy. I don't know. Anyway, it was old. I don't know. But I we were just kind of like watching old movies and stuff, and um, and outlaw Josie Wales. I think is like a it's like a classic tale. I think you know from the past, and then they turned it into a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then I, so I wrote a song about that and it's called Outlaw. So uh, these two songs are not out <laughs> yet. Um, Pride is, Pride will be out probably in the next few months, but I'm working with a, a, a co-writer and producer in the UK. So he and I are, are working on some stuff and getting it, getting it together and then we'll mix and master. So yeah, then we'll get yeah, it because out. It you you have two songs out that I found. I know you have more than that, but I found yeah, two yeah. songs. Uh the walking mm -hmm. and, and the Lulu White. Lulu White, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Lulu White is um was um I decided to write I wanted to write about empowering women. And I thought, but I want to write about somebody that nobody knows. Like there's gotta be a, there's many women out there that are pretty, pretty amazing that you'll never know about. But um so I ended up I wanted to do something out of New Orleans from the South, you know, and this uh, name came up, Lulu White, and she was an actual real woman. <laughs> she, oh, she was real. And she was born in the late 1800s, I think, um, or she had a, no, she had her brothel in the 1800s, sorry. And um, of course she got shut down in 1917 because of World War One, but um, they were just like, yeah, kibosh on the, prostitution out of new orleans um at that time 
but she was the richest woman in New Orleans. And this woman was self-made in the 1800s. Okay. And she was part black and, um, you know, hello. I mean, look at it. Late 1800s woman, black, you know, brothel. Hello. You're not going to like, how do you become the richest woman in New Orleans? And everyone loves you. Like you're totally protected. Like no one's arresting her or anything, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, she really, I mean, her dresses were like $5,000 for her dress. I mean, that's extraordinary. Back then. The lady Is that the lady that had the affair with the doctor and got pregnant by the doctor? No, I don't think so. Okay. So that's another one. Yeah. I, I watched a, it's a woman in the 1800s the other night. So. Yeah. No, check it out. Uh, Lulu White. She's fabulous. Anyway, I wanted to write a song about her. <clears throat> and uh, and I, But I wanted to honor her like because that was pretty badass <laughs> if you ask me you know who, well it's who, like you said glenda there's so many amazing empowering women that are out there that we will never know about yep in the history yeah. starting back in the 1800s you know women were empowered back then there was women fighting for our rights to vote you know they yeah you know uh being working where men work like you know there yeah. were incredible women out there but we don't hear yeah. about them yeah. The suffragettes. I mean, th- those ladies, I mean, they lobbied for years just to, you know, treat me like a human being, um, you know, and in some countries uh, like you, the UK or whatever, you know, when they, they actually got the vote, women got the vote before we did. Wow. Um, and they had to take some serious, serious st- stands and steps to, to be, you know, I mean, come on back then, if you were a woman, you either, we're wealthy, didn't do anything. You were married, didn't do anything. Or you, you had, um, you worked for your father at, you know, his, his work or whatever. And then, or you a washerwoman or housekeeper, if you were lucky. Um, yeah, it was pretty dangerous. And then, you know, if you, let's say you married somebody that you you didn't get along with, you know, good luck keeping your kids, you know, and, he could put you, you know, he could say he could call hysteria and that you'd be in the nut house. Well, there was a lot of that right back in the day. It was when women lost their shit and, and lost their cool. It was locked them up. They were crazy, right? That's right. Lock them up. Break, put them, put them in bedlam. <laughs> bedlam, yeah. bedlam. Lock bedlam? that crazy yeah. woman up, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> frightening. <laughs> right? And it, and history has repeated itself for centuries. Yeah. You know? Even to the today, there's women yeah, that and are... I, I, and I want to say this too. I think, you know, us women and especially young women, ladies wake up. I mean, you're, you, we are lucky. We have the rights that we have right now. It, it, we stood on the shoulders of some badass goddesses that were, had courage, confidence, commitment, and community, yep. you know, and they stood for something and we're, we're, you know, we could lose all that. I mean, crazy Christian right people, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it, um, you know, not everybody, but there are s- small factions of they just want to make sure that we stay down and keep, mm, you know, keep our mouths shut, you know. Yeah, it's it's super complicated right now, but I think we just really need to keep self-expression, keep our freedom, you know, keep, 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 keep going, keep, finding yourself, expressing yourself, because it's, it's, you know, it's scary. I mean, you go to other countries and women are shrouded, you know, 
and being abused. I just, I just. Well, I, I think the biggest thing that I'm noticing with women is the sisterhood is not supporting the sisterhood. We're not supporting each other. Mm. We're, we're saying we have your back, but we're actually the ones that are getting your back. You know what I mean? Wow. We're not having it, but we're getting it. Yeah. We're the ones that are backstabbing each other's women. Women, I say this all the time. I, I watch women because it's not support for support with women right now. And like yeah. you said, we're, we could lose a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of these women that fought for our rights, we could lose it. That's by right. just being, we're, we're just throwing it to the wind. <laughs> yeah. Being complacent and, you know, just ignoring, ignoring what's going on. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 everything's cyclical, right? So yeah. if things come up in history and it comes back and then, <laughs> excuse me, and then we just kind of go, okay, well, what are we going to do about that? Anything? Yeah. We're just going to be silent. Yeah. Well, I think back in the day in the 1800s, they had that community, right? I think what we're missing in today's world with the women for empowerment is community. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're afraid to make a community and build a community. It's easier for us to say, yeah, we do have a community. We have this day and we have that day. But then the rest of the other days, we're not we're not supporting one another. Right. We're comparing, we're competing. We're, we're yeah. like, Oh my goodness. I, she's got a gold star. You got a silver star. Okay. Well, she's got a silver star. Let's celebrate her too. Like exactly. You know, like why does it always have to be always the gold stars that are always winning? Like, yeah, you know, like let's start supporting one another. And I think that's where we're, we're lacking in yeah. women empowerment is that we're not celebrating the little sisters that are winning the little wins, you know, celebrate the little win. The little right. wins will lead to the big wins. That's right. Um, and that. And and to not and to remind ourselves not to compare ourselves and stuff. You know, you are your own unique being. And the more that you can, you know, develop yourself and and get out there in the world, then people get to say, oh, there's that person and that's what they're like. And what are they contributing? You know, like to your point about us women supporting each other, you know, sometimes it's not a fit, but sometimes it is a fit, you know, and you just gotta, you gotta be open-minded enough to explore what that is. And what does that mean? And how do I help? Just like what you're doing, Miss Liz, you know, you're, you're doing something that you love and that you're passionate about, and it, it provides you something. Yep. And then you're also providing other people a platform. So that's a win. Right? right. That's that's no skin off your back, you know. You're not it's being... building the community. Yeah. You know? If if we don't build communities, how do we expect to move forward? Exactly. How do we expect to make any changes? Exactly. You know, if exactly. we're just gonna repeat and it, it, I always tell this to my kids, don't just talk, mm -hmm. walk with that yeah. talk, you know, Thank take you. that step. If it's an inch, take that inch. It's like a baby learning how to crawl. Yeah, that baby crawls, falls down, gets back up, still goes. That's yeah. what that's what I do. I yeah. fall, I get right back up, and let's go. Okay, that doesn't work. Let's go left. Let's go right. Oh, let's yeah. go down the middle. But the middle, I don't like to stay in the middle because there's not very much change in the middle because that's where comfort is, right? Yeah. So we don't want to stay comfort as a woman who's empowering each other. We want to take you on the left or the right. Let's go for a joy ride, like like you know, like let's party, but party in a different way. Like yeah. you said at the beginning, yeah. Linda, you said instead of having that vodka, we have the tea. Yeah. You know? 
So let's have the tea community. Let's, you know, let's all come together and let's just celebrate with tea. But we can have tea, tequila. We can have iced tea. We can have all different kinds of tea, we'll have guys. Have a tea party. <laughs> right? We can have just this big celebration of yeah. that we did it, that yeah. we got through it. Absolutely. And really, really share our um, celebrations. I mean, really share that. It's like, and that's cool because then we get to know each other, right? right. If yeah. I, If you don't tell me, what you've done and who you are. How do I celebrate you? I don't know right. you, right? It's like, okay, I'm not you that don't psychic. Car, you don't push your gas. I don't know where you're going. I don't know how to celebrate you if you don't move, you know? And I think that's what it is with women empowerment and with the badass that I got, Glenda, from you is, you know, move. Just take that yeah. step. Try it. Yeah. Get the courage and courage. Yep it actually makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. On the, my, my, my second title is courage, find your fire, which means find it right. Yep. And ignite action in your life. Yep. So, and, and that's, that's really the key you want to, you want to find the fire. So that means get clear, create the courage, right? And once you have the courage, you're going to be out there. So you're going to ignite action then there, then you get confidence, right? After that, you, you're building your confidence. And then, and then you've got, then you're like, you know what? I'm committed to this. I'm going to do this. Yep. So, and then through that, people are attracted to that and you start to, and then if your intention is to create community, well, guess what? You're going right? to create community. And that's how you get a tea party. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring the cookies. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, if you don't bring the seeds, you can't, you can't enjoy the tea. That's right. That's right. <laughs> bring those cookies. <laughs> uh, Glenda, I want to get into the magazine because how does the magazine work? Like for the badass um, magazine, like can people submit to the magazine? Do you well, find badasses? Like how does it work? Yeah. Um, the, well, the magazine actually is defunct now. Um, we started it in 2018 and we did it for a while and it was really, really challenging. And um, actually someone has now stolen it in South America. So you can probably find it. Um, I just found it. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't put my uh, interviews up for uh, on the magazine. Um, so we, we kind of folded that and then I went into more of um, podcasting with Global Badass Goddess. You can, you can find those on YouTube. Um, you can watch my wonderful, it's like this, we're, you know, talking about stuff. Um, beautiful badasses. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm not, I haven't been podcasting in a while. It's a lot of work, as you know. Um, so yeah, right it's now, not like camera action. <laughs> uh -huh. I like, I'm right now, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my music. I'm getting ready to tour. I'm looking for a, mar um, a wonderful booking, uh, music booking agent. I have a great publicist right now. And then, you know, my book, as you can see, um, courage, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, I think Barnes and Nobles has it, but I'm still trying to figure out why, because <laughs> I didn't put it up there. So, I, you know, I'm thinking that it's attached with Amazon somehow. I'm wondering, yeah. Because wondering. they outsource the different things. And I think if you put on a little click, because I know what my books, my books are in Barnes and Noble and all that as well. Okay. It's because we're putting outsource. Okay. I think that's what it's doing. It's outsourcing to other gotcha. locations. How do I find out? Do I just call them? Maybe Amazon? Yeah, just I would. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's, that's really what I'm doing. Just um, hanging out with cool chicks like you and talking about life and music and making more music and writing books. And yeah, I just so want to uh, get, uh, before we wrap up, cause we're almost at the end here, Glenda, I want to talk to you about the Grammy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I work to become a member of that. Uh, it's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing comes easy. <laughs> well, you know, in the fashion of my book, I said, hey, I want a Grammy. And then and I said, okay, well, how do you get a Grammy? And I went, okay, let me look that up. And then, um, and it said the Recording Academy. So you have to join the Recording Academy. Well, you don't have to, but what I did was I joined the Recording Academy. You have to get two... Um, referrals what they call referrals and have to be people in your industry that are working so they okay. have to go yeah that person's really cool and they go okay um and so once that happens then they call then they they email you and they say well tell us why you think you should be a recording <laughs> in the recording academy and then i have to tell them that and then if they accept you then you're a recording academy voting member so that means i'm one of the people that vote on the people that you see on the Grammys this year. Oh, well, on, look at that. Yeah, on February 4th, <laughs> you will see one of the one of the people that I voted for. Um, so, and it, not always, because there, I, I like other, it depends on what category. I'm, I'm in the roots category. So anyway, um, so that's kind of how you do it. Um, that's how I got on. And it's not easy, but it's, it's a, a fabulous community and it is a business. So you really get you get a really interesting spotlight on how really the music industry works and how the elites work and how they get there. And it's all got sections. I should probably write yeah. a book about that. Um, <laughs> my <laughs> Lord. Um, but I, yeah, I've been in, I've been in there for two years now and uh, I've submitted my music the last couple of years and uh, we'll be submitting two more um, tracks next year. Yeah, I probably won't do an album or I don't know. Yeah, but I'll I'll definitely be doing singles for sure. So are you gonna submit that song Pride? I am actually. Awesome. I was gonna yeah. say that one needs to be there because right. we are turning a blind eye, right? Yep. We, we say we want to help people in that, and then it depends on our mood and <laughs> the situation, right? We turn our eyes. Yeah. Well, and, and it, you know, and it gets overwhelming for each one of us. And really the bottom line is we need to stop with the band-aids. The band-aids are let's shove them down the road or let's sweep them up. And then they come back, you know, and no one's really looking underneath the hood. They're not looking at like, there are three sections, possibly more. One, there are mental illness. There are drug use. And there are people that have just fallen on hard times. Okay. Yeah. And you, and they're all mixed together and that's not good. I have a girlfriend up in Northern California, uh, farther North uh, in Reading. She's, she retired and she said, well, what should I do? And she thought to herself, well, I'm going to see about homeless. And she started this project and I'm telling you, she pulled 10 people off the street and, wow. and now they're working citizens, like healthy, safe, happy, clear about what they what they're doing and getting help and then they're and they're they've got jobs they're off the streets okay yeah. that and then there there are countries that like finland they don't they don't have homeless they've got it solved why aren't we following that 
That's my biggest thing, Glenda, is if we see that it's working somewhere, why are we not implementing it over here? Why are we not following suit? Like, you know, there's a leader here and we're not doing it. Yeah, it's a horrible political will. You know, it's like the, the people that we've put in positions are not actually allocating money or doing anything about they just want to band-aid everything they just want to sweep it along oh we're trying you know we're getting more police you know it's like oh yeah that's that's what we need yeah (laughs) what no we need to have the there needs to be some legislation that says if you are a drug addict or if you are mentally ill, you need to go to these places that can help you. You have no more rights anymore. If you are living on the street, hurting people, infecting people, doing something. No, I'm sorry. That that's my attitude. You yeah. need to like, no, you need to go get help. Yeah. And when then you're if you choosing can, this, this lifestyle. That's right. Because help. bottom line is you we, lose your rights and people should. That's right enforce and say, you know what, this is not working. This is not working. And it's not working for you. And it's not working for us, the homeowners, the businesses that are taking the hit because you're breaking in because you need to steal money because you need to get eat, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's like now, now you're in, you're infringing on other people's rights that actually are functioning to help society. So this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense not to take people's rights away. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there needs to be certain legislations that make sense yeah. for for that just to help them get back on their feet well it's like they, a wellness yeah. plan right glenda right. like you have wellness plans for mental health so if you feel like your well your wellness is going down you have these people that you call to take over and start making <clears throat> start making choices for your life it doesn't mean that they're controlling your life it just means that they're yeah. they're enforcing what you're saying you need to do to get well that's right that's right. And sometimes we need help and sometimes it needs to be a little structured. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you know, it's just like, you know, you go to, um, oh, what do you call it? You go to um, rehab, right? Yeah. yeah, you can't bring your drugs in. That's the point, right? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> helping you get off the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sneak it in. Like, you can't yeah. ask family members to bring it in. Like, you, that's right. You know, they follow the rules. Like, you know, we're here to help you. We're not that's here right. to that's make right. it worse. And there's stuff underneath that. So, and yeah. then, and then while you get clean, while you get sober, then you get, you should look at what is it that had you flip into that? Well, I had trauma when I was a kid. Okay, cool. Well, let's deal with that. Yeah. Because once you can solve those, those core issues for yourself, yeah, then you can, then you have an, a really good chance of like really making life work. And then the people, that last category that I was talking about, the people that actually, um, that just fall on hard times, those are the people that are, are, they need a leg up, they need yeah. support and they need to be safe and they yeah. need to be, you know, they, they need special, um, which is what my girlfriend's doing up in Reading and it's working. It's fabulous. And I'm telling you, there are some, you know, <laughs> there are some people that just go, why are you going against this? This is like, this is helping your community and it's safer for people that, well, we don't want homeless in this area. Well, it's like, well, guess what? <laughs> they're going to be in this area. Either you're helping them or they're, or they're helping themselves to your stuff. <laughs> right. Like you gotta, you gotta stop turning that blind eye to what is actually happening out there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it, it's really sad. I, 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 I can't wait yeah. to hear the word. Pr- I can't wait to hear that song pride and, and 
Absolutely. Send it for a Grammy because that is excellent. Really cool. great. Uh, well, we'll definitely have to next year. Then we'll, we'll, or this year, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely get together again. We'll have to talk about it. Absolutely. So yeah. what final message do you have for all the listeners tonight, Glenda? You know, um, really get clear about who you are and what your part, your purpose in life. And, you know, and just really find it in your heart to be that contribution, make that difference. What can you do? And you don't have to take on the world. You just have to clean up your side of the street. Really, that's it. It's very simple. My, I have a kick the can therapy, uh, pick up the can ther um, theory. Sorry. Um, if there's a littered beach of cans, if one every person picked up one can, it would get cleaned up. Yep. Instead of letting one person pick up all the cans. Right. That community. We need community. That's right. You know, oh, I really want to thank you, Glenda. I had an awesome time. And, you know, sometimes tea time just goes in a different direction, but it brings the good conversation to the table that needed to be come to the table. Awesome. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me, Glenda. Mm. And I'll see everybody next week, same time, same place. And next week we'll be bringing uh, Skull Games and Atlantic Ink Master will be coming and they'll be talking about sex trafficking and Whoa. recovering and that. And then we also have... Uh, Tony coming in with the men's grief support because men do have stories too. So, uh, so tune in for that. Uh, if you'd like to know who else is coming on tea time, check out Miss Liz's website, www.missliz'steatime.com. There is no S after tea time. And if you'd like to reach Glenda, Glenda, could you read out your website to everybody? Yeah, it's pretty simple. You can go to my website. It's Glenda, G-L-E-N-D-A, and you can go music, M-U-S-I-C, glendamusic.com, or you can go glendabenavides.com. Either way, it gets to my website, and that's Glenda, G-L-E-N-D-A, Benavides, B-E-N-E-V-I-D-E-S.com, or Glenda Music. Easy. All right. Thanks for your love and support. Well, thank you, everybody. And I will see you same time, same place next week with two new incredible TEAs for everybody.